Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith, joined as always by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I di- well, I know. There's a lot to get to. Just to let everybody know, it's going to be very quick this week in Dork, a very quick Davies Video Game Minute. Even the pick of the pod is going to be quick because we have a lot to get to. But before we do all of that, Ryan, we had our very first live show just over a week ago. How do you think that went? I think it went very well. I think um, we had some sound issues live, uh, but it's an easy fix. Yes. Yeah, I think it's an easy fix for next time. So first of all, thank you so much to all the people who came out. Thanks to uh, Idle Hands for having us. It was a lot of fun. Thanks to Mac and Goo, the boxers, Uncle Buck, all those guys for being there. Um, and I guess, yeah, some of the feedback we got for those that were in attendance, if you weren't like right in the front row, it was hard to hear. But we'll, we'll tweak that. We'll, we'll work on that. And hopefully you were able to uh, listen to the episode nonetheless. I thought it was good. That was a good first time. And a lot of people have asked, are we going to be able to are we going to do another one? I say yes. I think we'll definitely Jordan do another one. Yes. Maybe at Idle Hands, maybe it's somewhere else, but I think we'll definitely do uh, another one. We've got to figure out what kind of topic would make sense, what venue, all of that. Uh, and also what was cool to see was we had a good turnout, and not only that, there was a lot of people on Twitter that reached out and emailed that said, hey, I wish I could have gone, but I couldn't. So that's a good sign. So I think we will well, definitely. Yeah, and my favorite, my favorite of which is someone reached out to us and said that he couldn't make it because he had to go to a birthday party, but he gave the birthday party one and a half stones. That's correct, yes. I thought, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> the birthday um, party was not great. Yeah, uh, again, I would like to say two thanks to everyone. I, not being in the, in the Boston sphere of influence, um, I was under the impression that there was going to be like a dozen people or so show up and we were going to talk to them. Now, you, you say this a lot, Ryan, but you do understand how podcasts work and people in Connecticut can listen to the same podcast. Well, I understand, but okay. you understand that the, that the company that we are attached to is a Boston-based company. Mm, so not gotta, everybody hears you plug it on the radio, my dear, my let, dear boy. Let's be honest. We kind of we push this ourselves. I don't think the, the station here is, has a whole lot of influence, if we're being honest. Not to, well, not to cry you, poor about it. But I'm just saying, I don't think they're exactly a huge backing of it. I will tell you this much about that much. If there was anybody at, from EEI at Idle Hands, they would have been like, oh, we should probably be pushing this. Correct. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying. Right. And I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. I got you. Loud and yeah. clear. But again, thank you so much for coming out. It was a, it was a ton of fun. And we'll have to uh, do it again. Again, we'll have to, we'll have to think of... What topic? Because nothing. It made all the sense in the world of the Avengers Infinity War preview show. Like that is a mega pod, so that made a lot of yeah. sense to do it live. Uh, but now I'm excited for this. I'm as excited for this episode as any episode in the history of Hashtag Dork, which I know this is the 63rd on EEI, but we did, I think, 90 of them prior to. Wow. So we are flying. We're past 150 episodes. This may be the most highly anticipated one for me. But before we get to that, we do have a couple of things we got to get to in the news. Yeah. 
I'll tell you what, Rye, we are two episodes into season two of Westworld, and pretty good. It's pretty yeah, I, good. I'm an episode behind because I was seeing you know, Infinity War, so I didn't get to watch it um, this week's past episode, but I will catch up probably tonight. Um, and yeah, the, the first episode was a little, uh, little frustrating. So, you know, you kind of want them to get going a little yes, bit. Yes, I'll, I'll say that. I, I should take it back. When I say pretty good, yeah. I, think, I think the episode two, I think you'll really like. Because episode one, I was like right on the fence. And my wife is like already ready to bail on. She's like, this show's not yeah. very good. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really have a strong argument to keep you watching the show. But we watched the second episode. I liked it a lot more. So I think it also helps that there's not a ton of great stuff on right now. So it kind of right. has it a leg help. up in, the, in that yeah. regard. But... Uh, I am still watching it, at least for now. I know one of your favorite shows, American Gods, they announced that season two will not be out until 2019. And without Gillian Anderson, as I'm told, yes. X-Files is gone, they're take, which is fine. They're um, switching that up a bit. Well, that, so that character doesn't exist in the book. Okay. Um, and so, but the idea is that she changes forms. So, I mean, that's an easy fix. Oh, so easy. Yeah. yeah easy peasy. An easy fix. Yeah. Did you see the new Ant-Man and the Wasp poster? I did. I did. They're starting to get like these kind of like retro kind of things going on with the many characters on one poster. I yeah, I didn't mind it. It's got like everybody that's in there. I didn't even realize that uh, Walton Goggins is in this. Yeah, I, I, I saw him in the most recent trailer. You see him for like a split second. Right, right, right. And I think actually uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday. I believe is it tomorrow? Is the or is it today? Even they're releasing another trailer today. Came out today. Oh, all right. Well, you're probably watching yeah. it right now as we speak. As soon as we get out, I will watch that and tweet that out at Dork Podcast. But yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and we'll get into those characters coming up in, in this as well. But I'm excited that movie comes out on July 6th. Let's uh, let's not mess around here, Ryan. Let's just that's that's all the news we got. Let's get. Oh to yeah. It. It's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, what do you have? I think I have a pretty good idea where you're going with this. I got a pretty good idea. Now, when I say go, I want the people at home to time this. I'm going to actually try to keep this under a minute. All right, this I, time. I got you on the clock. Ready? Yep. Go. Okay. So PUBG just released uh, a couple days ago that they're going to have now map selection. So you're going to be able to pick what map you drop into, which is kind of cool. It's something new that Battle Royales don't really do. Usually it's one map or whatever. So you get to actually pick your map. There's a new game on PC that's starting to make a little bit of noise on Twitch. Uh, it's like, uh, like SimCity, but you're trying to keep people alive. It's called Frostpunk, so it's got like this, like, um, you know, uh, whatever. Um, Overwatch qualifiers are out starting last night. Richard, how'd you do? Uh, I have two more to get. I was five, get. five and three. Going. I was okay. Yeah, okay. I got and two four, more to get. Eight. Mac did really well. He's already done. Um, Wilfredo Cordero, he did pretty well. So, yeah, we're, yep. we're, we're good. And Fortnite 4, Season 4, starts today. Um, there's a bunch of new shit. I don't really care. I care less about this game by the day. So hmm. we're done. Boom. Wow, that was, that was under a minute. But you left out tomorrow, Ryan, Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer. Oh, yes, I did. I did. All right, so Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer comes out tomorrow. It was on my list. I just skipped it. So boom, done. Fair. That was exactly a minute. Even with the even go. with the jumping back in on Red Dead, that was exactly one minute. Well done, <laughs> nice. Ryan. Woo. Are you now ready, sir, for the topic du jour? I'm not ready. But what is that? Oh, well, it's the topic of the day. And today, yeah. it is Avengers Infinity War, the film that is breaking all kinds of records. $250 million domestically. That is an opening weekend record. $630 million worldwide. That is also an opening weekend record. It is two hours and 29 minutes. It's rated PG-13. And on the Rotten Tomatoes, 
The critics currently 84%, the audience 93%. Look right. at that. Does that make sense? Yep, and I know what did it, but we'll get to that in a Ooh, moment. okay. And as we do with all of our movie and TV episodes, we will start out spoiler-free, even though, like I just said with the numbers, I think everybody has seen this movie. <laughs> but if not, we are very uh, non-spoilers. It's very important to me. We'll tell a story about that in a moment. Uh, but as we do with all these non-spoilers to begin, you'll hear the alarm when it's time to switch over to spoilers. But, Ryan, let me ask you first, did you like it? Very much so. Let me ask you a follow-up. Did yes. you love it? Uh, I, I could see myself falling in love with it, but I, I, I love it, but I'm not in love with it. Wow. That is, I think that's pretty well said. I, I think I did love it, although I think, I don't know if I'm falling back into recency bias, but I think if somebody just asked me straight up, do I love it? I would say yes right now. Yes. yes. I, I love it. I'm not in love with it. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think it does. Now, give me some quick hitters here, Ryan. It doesn't have to be one word, but just uh, quickly, what did you think of the action? Great action. Comedy? Uh, Surprisingly good. Very strong. I thought the comedy was very strong, and a lot of different characters were highlighted. You know, there. I think, uh, and then before we get to the story, I would just say also with the with the action and the comedy. Every character that you like, like you saw the poster, you knew what characters were in this. Every character that you like, at the very least, showed off a really cool use of their power and or had a great couple of lines. Like they were all well, like the dialogue, I think, for all the characters was true to what we knew of them through the first 18 movies. And then also some of the like battle scenes or fight scenes or whatever, you got to see like what these characters could really do. Yeah, uh, and, and then not, the, not giving it either way, but there's some and yeah, there's but, some cool like double teams, like whether they uh, nice where they <laughs> no when like you know two heroes work together. Like, yes, there were some cool yeah. back. You know what I mean? Like working in conjunction together, there were some cool ones. Well, it's funny when you go back and think of like the best fight scenes in the MCU. Like there's some that jump to mind, and I think now that we've seen this movie. And we're all going to have to update our lists because there's going to be a lot of them that took part yep. in this movie. Uh, what about the story? Because, again, it pulled from Infinity Gauntlet. It pulled from the more recent uh, graphic novel series, Infinity. And then it obviously kind of did some of its, of its own thing. But what did you think of the overall story? I thought the overall story was it, it was good. And there were, there's some holes. I mean, with any of these movies, there's so... And uh, I'll get into a little bit more later. But I, I think the story... Missed, like, a couple times, like little things. Like, it's not anything big that that happened that I was really pissed off about, but just like a little, like little things kind of annoyed me. I just think when you get into uh, characters that are so powerful, you leave yourself open to some questions and some loopholes yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Whereas, like, this ain't this ain't Iron Man one. You know, this ain't that. Like, you're this is a galaxy thing going on, and they're so powerful that you maybe have some questions that we'll get to. But I, yeah, and there's there's like there's some su- suspension of disbelief. Like you have to be like, okay, that's whatever, that's fine. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? fine. Right, and that's yeah. fine. But just you want to be consistent. Like we've said that with all these movies. Like I understand. Like oh, gamma rays turned him into the Hulk. Got it. I have no problem. But then right. there are certain things that you're like, all right, well, if that character can do this, shouldn't he be able to do that or whatever? Right. So that that may have been one of the small issues. I think. Uh, I thought, and this was the Russo brothers again, who did Winter Soldier, who did Civil War. They have so many characters on the screen. I think they did a as good a job as possible with the number of characters 
all being able to showcase what they can do. So I thought they you really couldn't have asked for a better use of the characters. Right. I, I think you're right there. You're right on with that. How do you think, again, we'll get into more of this uh, in, more in, in depth, but one of our criticisms always, in fact, the very first episode of Hashtag Dork was about mm-hmm. villains in Marvel, like Marvel villains in general, both in the comic books and in the movies. How do you think Thanos, I think a lot of hype for Thanos, how do you think he was pulled off? I think he was pulled off uh, as again, like you said, as good as good as can be expected. I mean, I think what what they did really well with him was it wasn't just you know the Lex Luthor like I just want to take over the world because I want to take over the world like that's there was there was a reason there was yeah. a motive and he ran the gamut of and like everyone did in this movie but like emotionally like everyone runs the gamut. Oh my god! Like, yeah, they're There's either a- being funny or they're being angry or they're being sad, and like everybody's playing, and even Thanos, you expect him yeah. to be like this big bad, like this. But there's a, there's a lot of layers with him that I didn't expect that I was very actually happily surprised with. And not to take this as an opportunity to crap on the DC movies, because again, that's not what we want to do here. But the no. reality is, this is another example of how you can have. A lot of comedy, a lot of action, but then also some really kind of heavy scenes as well. Like, it doesn't need to be, it's not a slapstick comedy, but it's also not the darkest shit in the world. Like, you can have the mix. Like, that's why comic books are so great. It's because they have that mix, and I think this movie pulled that off. And this isn't a spoiler. Yeah. This isn't a spoiler. It better not be. There's a scene with little Gamora and Thanos, and he gives her that knife. And he's talking to her about how it's perfectly balanced. And, like, that's how all things should be. Yeah. And, like, what a great metaphor for, like, these movies. Like, it's perfectly, there's comedy, there's drama, there's action. And and this one is just, it tries to be perfectly balanced with, like, all three of those things. Yeah. Whereas I think the DC movies, they take themselves so seriously. And, like, dude, you're running around in capes. Like well, you gotta chill out. What you know happened what I mean? there was, I mean, it was just like the Nolan Batman series was the best and the worst thing to happen to the DC characters. Because yeah. right. I was like, oh, this is the only way to do it. And you're like, well, no, no, it isn't. But, but I think, again, not to get into that, but like that's yeah. the only way you can do Batman. Correct. Right. And then, well, yeah, you have Superman and Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Right. You're going to have to, do, and they, they try to force some comedy. But anyway, that, that's not what we're here for. We're, we're here to celebrate here Avengers yeah. Infinity War. This is a tough question, and I fully admit with everything I'm going to say this entire episode, I've only seen it once. I would like to see it again in the theater, and then this will certainly be a movie I watch a ton once it it is released. Um, Difficult question, obviously, but we sort of went over this when we did our preview show. Where does this movie rank for you amongst the 19 MCU movies? It's in, it's at the very least in the top five. It's depending on, I got to see it again. I have to see it again. I have to see it um, again as well. But it has to be, it might be in the top three. My knee-jerk reaction was it was two. I could make Behind an, Guardians? Yeah. I could make yeah. an argument that it's better than that. And then, like you said, I could maybe make an argument that it's a little bit below that. Because I had Civil War 2. Yeah. Uh, not Civil War 2, the comic. Civil War 2nd on the thing. Um, yes. But this is probably better than that. But anyway, we'll, we'll we'll get into that now. Yeah, it's better than either. I think it's better than either of the other Avengers movies. Oh, I mean, it shits on Ultron, and then yeah, the first yeah. Avengers. I think it's better just because of the addition of all the characters that we love. I think that's yep. the key the, to the whole thing. The other one I would throw into the mix is Winter Soldier. Yeah. I would put it like on par with that. Yeah, Winter Soldier. Oh uh, yeah, another one. Again, hard to compare when you just have like so many characters. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think it's. It's automatic. It should be in everybody's top five. I mean, again, you can like whatever movie you want to like. That's the beauty of of the world. But 
I think it's it's that good. Now, most of you have already seen this, but again, staying in non-spoilers, there's no mid-credit scene, but stay to the very, very end, there is an end-credit scene. Yep. Uh, and the last thing, Ryan, before we do get to spoilers, your hashtag dork score, albeit on the first viewing, that's how we do most of these on the podcast, so one yep. viewing in, what would you give it? Five and a half. I'm going to rock hard six. Rock hard six. I'm going to rock hard six. Yes, yeah. I, I, I am. I am that much of a fan. Anything else you want to hit on before we uh, we start spoiling? No, I need to. I need to start spoiling. I'm going to blow up. My chest is going to blow up. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. If you haven't seen this, pause it right now. Run out to the theater, then pick it back up right here. Spoilers! 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 Here come the spoilers! First things first, a little personal item here. Did you you didn't see it until Monday? I didn't see it until Sunday afternoon. A lot of our friends saw it on Thursday night. Were you able to avoid spoilers? Yeah, and like I, I told you via text, and I'll tell the listeners, I actually shut down every bit of social media I had. Like I, I shut it down. I, I logged out of everything because yeah, I just couldn't. I just I wanted to go into this fresh. Um, and just as a personal note as well, why I said, like, I don't know how I am. Now that we're in the spoilers, I can tell you there is a lot to go over. And, like, I had a lot of feelings walking out of this There's movie. a lot of feelings. There's definitely a lot of feelings. Now, I, let me just say, before we get into the movie, and we'll go through it yeah. and what we can start and stop and jump around, do whatever we want to do, because there's a lot to unpack. I am still pissed off at Uncle Buck. Oh my! Yeah, I mean, he, that's what I saw. That's that was the impetus of me being like, I'm out, I'm done. I no, but the problem is he. So he tweets out on Thursday night, like at nine thirty or whatever. So like during either yeah. the Celtics or the Bruins or whoever the hell was on, you're watching. And what's funny is I saw that you responded to him like, "All right, time for me to get off Twitter." And I scrolled up and I only read the first line. Yeah. And I think he'll probably claim it's not a spoiler, but bullshit. It was absolutely a spoiler. So Uncle Buck. That son of a bitch tweets out something about, hey, after 27 years, I finally saw Thanos use, like, his gauntlet. So I'm like, you fucking asshole. Like, so now I know he gets all the stones in this movie. Like, that's what that means to me, and that's obviously what the fuck happened. And I was so good. I was barely even on the dork account. I would just, like, skim. I would make sure it was somebody only talking about, like, the NFL draft or Celtics. And, like, I, I avoided everything. I was like, I shut it down in the office here. Like, if anybody... I went. It was. I, I went out of my way to avoid shit, yeah. and I saw that tweet, and it bugged me. And the fact that I even was thinking about it during the movie, fucking pisses me off. But that's okay. So sorry. yeah, that you don't do that. You don't do that. Don't he do that. Know better. Don't do he that. Know better. And I feel I I, I I'm not saying it's my fault because it's definitely his fault. But I specifically <laughs> I specifically, and people are getting pissed because this is not what they they're tuning in for. But I specifically texted uh, Wes, Mac, and Goo, who are all seeing it on Thursday. And I go, I hope you guys have a great time. I go, I literally don't even want to know if you got fucking popcorn. Like, don't tell me. I don't even want to hear, oh, loved it. Like, I don't want to hear that. Like, because I I read into that, and then it's in my head. So I don't want to know anything. I hate spoilers for a shitty movie, let alone a movie that I've I've never been more excited to see. Yeah, and and just to let – we were on the same page because I had students who went and saw the movie – Thursday, Friday, and I was like, I'm on duty this weekend. I can't see the movie. I have to see it on Monday. And they're like, whoa, how are we going to? I'm like, you can tell me you saw it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. You can tell me you went to the movies, and that's yeah. it. If you tell me, don't even tell me you liked it. Yeah. Don't even tell me you didn't. You, it was okay. Like, don't say a word to me. 
And it's not. And, and they're like, ah, and the kids were like killing themselves because they. I'm like the only person they could talk to about it, and I'm like, you can't talk to me about it until Monday. And I would also like to really thank the listener because the listeners were all much uh, better than Uncle Buck because not only did Uncle Buck tweet that, he tagged us in it. Yeah. So it wasn't like, hey, he's tweeting it and whatever. It's his Twitter account. I'm not going to tell him what to tweet. But then he tags us in it. Whereas all these listeners who, and we have a bunch of questions, they emailed in, they tweeted us, but they never once on Thursday were like, oh my God, can you believe they all died? Like, they didn't do any of that. Like, we, you, thank you guys. Like, you know how much we hate spoilers. And nobody, nobody, to their credit, spoiled it for us. So thank you very much for that. Uh, let's just attack hey, well, this Hang on. Movie. One more, th- yeah, one more go, thing. Go, we go. have to weigh in on this. So Wesley, last night, this, is, this makes sense to... to Wesley last night says, "Oh, Davy, I just finished God of War. Great twist ending. Mm, that's is a... is saying that there's a twist ending a spoiler? Yes. If you don't say what the twist is, uh, yes. Who side do you want on that one? Because I said it was. No, that's a spoiler. I get so in my head. You could say he could even say it's a great ending, and I would probably think that's a spoiler. If you say it's a twist ending, it's definitely a spoiler. And I, and that, what I said in the text thing too was like." Saying there's a, tw- a twist only works if you don't know it's coming. Right. If I'm expecting a twist, oh yeah, okay. Like if Sorry, you were gonna watch, if you were gonna watch Sixth Sense, I don't have to tell you what it is, but I'm like twist ending the whole time. You're gonna be staring at it, being like, what yeah. is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Yeah. Anything yeah. that makes you watch the movie differently is a spoiler. Yeah. And so I'm still fucking pissed about it. Oh, but you, I, you, you. Speaking of hot chili, dude, I was hot about it. And what's funny is I was thinking about it, and I, I purposely didn't go back to read the entire tweet. And then I yeah. responded to the tweet after I saw the movie because it was still in my head. But anyway, yeah. that's it. Shouldn't it shouldn't bother me that much? But it, but it does. It's RFK three knows how to hold a grudge. About yes. Stuff, by oh, the way. oh, I, viewers at home, I certainly do because if you can't hold a grudge, you never should have gotten mad in the first place. There. <laughs> That's going. That's going on your tombstone. It is. It's true. I. I swear to God. I. I, I hold on to these things forever, and I. I will never forget it. So that's just how. <laughs> that's how it goes. He may forgive you, but he'll never forget. I may not do the first part either. Let's. Uh, <laughs> so the movie begins, Ryan. The movie begins yep. right off Thor Ragnarok, and it's funny because we were talking about like what movies you have to see before yep. this movie, and obviously Ragnarok. It wouldn't make any sense. You'd be like, what are they doing out here? You wouldn't know what's going on. So it's fresh off of that. And it makes sense because it was one of the mid-credit scenes, right, where they show Thanos' ship about to take on the Asgardians. And Thanos attacks the Asgardian ship. Uh, He already has the Power Stone, which is a little bit of a surprise to us. So he went to Xandar and just must have destroyed the Nova Corps and took the stone. We never saw that on film. No, and not only that, but like... Jesus Christ, he didn't have any stones yet. How did he roll the entire Nova Corps with no stones? He is a badass, plus he's got no, his that's, crew. That's one of the gripes I had with it. Like, how did he get past the entire Nova Corps with four guys? Well, he's got, like, yeah, but they're not just your, your average guys. Like, the, like John C. Riley and Glenn Close aren't going to be yeah, able to stop Proxima Midnight yeah. and Thanos. That's I my guess. But, and he also has armies. Like, he, he, probably, he probably just demolished Xandar. Is my guess. Yeah. So he grabbed that. I'm surprised though we didn't even get a sniff of that. One thing I do love about this movie is they start full speed. They're not fucking around. They're not like, hey, here, here, where the characters are. Here's what's going on here. And in fact, the only criticisms I have read so far on the internets is these people who don't love the Marvel movies, and they're like, you don't know what's going on. Like, if you haven't watched the other movies, you're kind of lost. I'm like, well, yeah, no shit. Fucking it's watch the I'm like. You wouldn't watch or you wouldn't read the last Harry Potter book first. So, tough shit. Like, 
There's enough people that have watched all these movies. And guess what? It's it's a different day and age where all 18 of those movies were available. Like you could find a way to watch all of those movies right before you went to this. Yeah. And so I, that's such a shitty criticism of the movie is like But how do you, how do you call yourself a film critic if you don't see what everyone's seeing? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I don't get true. that. Like I don't get how you can be like, "Whoa, you know, for the casual fan." There are no casual fans here. No, people are in on this. I would say uh, we should have mentioned this in non-spoiler, but if you are going to take somebody, because if you're listening to this podcast, I you definitely watch all these movies. But if you were going to bring a friend of yours or a significant other or whatever that's not as well-versed, and they're like, well, would I be able to follow what's going on? Probably no. not. <laughs> Probably not. And it'd be like, you can come with me if you just don't ask questions. Although that also bothers me. I can't sit there with somebody that doesn't know. I'd be like, uh, I got to explain this, but I don't want to. Yeah. So that that's tough. But... Also, very early on in the movie, you get the Hulk versus Thanos fight, which is perfect to establish just how badass Thanos is. Yes. And I was a little disappointed that the you know, Hulk didn't give up, put up more of a fight, because in, in the comics, as you know, um, the Hulk is the one person that Thanos kind of avoids fighting. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it's a pretty even match, but like he just basically like doesn't tangle with him if he doesn't have to. Um, but I was surprised to see the Hulk go down that quickly. He did. He didn't mess around. Now, the other part of this is, so they're on that Asgardian ship, and I think Thor references something like, you know, half of it gets wiped out. So, we do not see Korg, Meek, or Valkyrie in the entire movie. Should yeah. we, like, assume that they're, they escaped somehow, or they're okay? Like, I, that's, if they don't show those characters dying, I feel like they have to be around still. I, I hope so. That's, Korg and Meek are gone? That's a, Me, Meek, Meek just almost, he just... Came back to life. What It'd be th- sad to see him go again. <laughs> what are those eggs? What do you What do you get there? <laughs> eggs. Those guys are great, and I, I, I just think I expected them to be in the movie, didn't you? I did. I just even if you're like I was actually looking in the, the opening scene of the movie, we see like all the dead bodies. I was expecting to see one of them on the ground, and you might. Yeah, that's true. You know Maybe I mean? we'll watch it like, again. Tucked them, the, tucked them in there somewhere. I think Valkyrie Tessa Thompson. I think filmed something for it, and it must have gotten cut out. And then obviously yeah. Korg and Meek are CGI, so maybe they just never got to them. But hopefully they're still alive. Uh, Heimdall, though, played by uh, Idris Elba, he is killed. And before he is killed, he is able to send Hulk to Earth. Also, Loki gives the Tesseract to Thanos, and he is killed. So right out of the and shoot. And like a hard one, too. Like a hard oh, kill. Like, oh. not, like That was pretty gruesome. So Heimdall, Loki are both dead right out of the gates. Thanos and Hulk fight. And Thanos now has two stones within 10 minutes of the movie. Yep. So that's that's pretty good. Um, let's see. Hulk crashes into the Sanctum Santorum. He's, he goes and warns Doctor Strange. Now, in the Infinity Gauntlet, uh, the comic book, which I would recommend people reading. Again, they, they move around. They change characters. In fact, Silver Surfer is the one who warns Doctor Strange. In this case, it's Hulk. Would you say it's fair to say that after Hulk lost to Thanos... The Hulk was then like scared to come out, and that's why he uh, Banner scared couldn't get him. Emb- scared and embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, like and embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then Doctor Strange and Wong—they're told about him. Strange goes and gets Iron Man. There's a there's a scene just in the park with Pepper Potts and Iron Man. I found this distracting. Did you see uh, Pepper Potts's ear? Yeah, she had that little stud earring in her ear. So she has like the stud in like the the like the cartilage piece. Like yeah, that, like kind like of little nub. That little nub that everybody has. So she yeah. pierces that. Whatever. Like I've seen that. I. It's okay. Like people do whatever you like. And then she has 
three holes in her ears, which again is fine, but she only had an earring in the highest one, and it was like a really weird kind of earring that just like hugged the outside of her earlobe. And I'm like, I was so distracted by it. It kind of took me out of the movie for a second. Well, she's it's no, it's no T'Chaka glass eye, but she, uh, you know, she's out there. She's being an athlete. She's jogging around, so yes. you don't want you know anything hanging, right? You know, so no, that's, maybe that's it. She's just being an athlete. That's true. So Doctor Strange goes against Iron Man. Doctor Strange in this movie, by the way, knows what the hell he's doing. Yeah, he does, and a bit fr- that was the one thing that was frustrating. The interactions between Tony Stark and Stephen Strange were very frustrating for me to watch, and I think it's because they both think they know what's going on. Yeah, in, in trying to have Strange convince Tony Stark that he's right mm. was like fr- it was frustrating. Not frustrating in that like he was bad. Frustrating in like I wanted to like be like, dude, just let him do his thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, you're expecting a little bit more maybe out of those guys too. Like that was one yeah. kind of thing a little bit. Uh, you get this was in the trailer, but you get Peter Parker on the bus and you you actually get some spider sense tingling, and then he does go- and then Ned does a great job distracting everybody, and he's able to. We're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah, flies out of the bus, so that was good. Uh, and then Doctor Strange gets captured. Obviously, he has the Mind Stone, and so you get Iron Man. Then you get the new suit. You get the spider. You get the Iron Spider. And they both go after him, and you get the great uh, interchange where, in, in, remember, in Civil War, uh, Peter Parker's talking about uh, Star Wars, and then in this movie, yeah. he's talking about aliens. Like, you know that super old movie, Aliens? And then it <laughs> fucking thing works. So that was great. Uh, yeah, and I love how Tony Stark was like, I don't want to hear any more pop culture references yeah. out of you. Like, please stop. And then they both had several more throughout the rest of the movie. Like, and it was awesome when he was talking to you. He's like, is Footloose still like the best movie ever? And he's like, no, it never was. Never was. It never was the best movie. <laughs> Kevin Bacon, yeah, I don't know if he's in there. When, when somebody asked if he was in the Avengers, like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he is. <laughs> uh, so Bruce Banner then calls Captain America on the flip phone that Iron Man got in Civil War. Yeah. Because so at first I was, like, phone. I was like, flip phone? I'm like, oh, okay, that, yeah. makes, that makes sense. How about going out to Scotland, Ryan, where you get Scarlet Witch and Vision that's just a weird thing. So he's just like hanging out as Paul Bettany, I guess. Yeah, he just didn't want to sit in the makeup chair that day or something. Yeah, I don't know. But one of the one of the coolest scenes in the whole thing, maybe one of the most badass scenes, is when Scarlet Witch and Vision are being attacked, and then Captain America shows up with Black Widow and Falcon. I love that. scene. That was awesome. That was really it cool. Was, it was the I was sitting in a full theater, even on a Monday. Like it was a full theater, and like everyone applauded. Like they they. Like, Saw it was him and just started clapping and like I yeah. wasn't mad at it. Oh no! Like when they when they panned over to him, like yeah, and I wasn't sure because they do a great job. The trailer, this movie more than any other movie I can remember, where they like swerved you on purpose. Yeah. Like there was a lot of things from the trailer. Some of it wasn't even in the movie. Others were like the way they cut it. It was in different parts because I thought like the Captain America him showing up was going to be in Wakanda, and then yeah. that's when Black Panther's like get this guy a shield. But it was actually him in Scotland. And I was like, oh, boy. I was like, it, yeah, it definitely moved. Let's just leave it at that. Oh, oh boy. Uh, so then they go back to the new Avengers headquarters. War Machine is there. He's, got, he's like FaceTiming with Thunderbolt Ross, who's still like a dickhead. It's like, dude, the, world, the world's going to be over. And you're worried yeah. about you know, the, these guys who are obviously heroes. Arrest this guy, yeah. Because yeah, like, that's going to matter in 20 minutes. Yeah. So now their plan, once they realized uh, and they were told, like, all right, Thanos is trying to assemble all of the Infinity Stones. And that's one thing that they kind of explained again to the viewer. Like, yeah. most of like, all, all, like, where the characters are and what they're doing, they didn't really need to explain that. But one thing that they did was, 
Oh, like, you know, billions of years ago, like these stones, like all over the galaxy and whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And got I'm it. going like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, got it, got it. Let's go, let's go. Now, their idea to destroy the Mind Stone, do you, do you think that's a good plan? No, it was a terrible plan. It was an absolutely <laughs> terrible plan. And, well, first of all, I want to bring up, too, and every time someone says they talk about Thanos' plan, and this happens, and this is one of the things that knocked it down to like a five and a half for me, and it was like a little thing, every time they mention Thanos' plan, uh, they go, and he just has to snap his fingers like that. Yeah. And then what is he? It's a little on the nose because then he actually does that. Well, you know, right. He snaps that's all it takes. Because that's what and, he and wants that's like, to do. But they said it like four times. Yeah, they wanted to drive it home, I think. Like he's just going to snap. Like, we get it. He's going to snap his fingers. Like we get it. You know what I mean? But like, I, it's a little too much on the nose for me, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Now, the, the Guardians respond to a distress call, so you get all the Guardians together. Mantis is a part of their crew now. And you've got to figure this is two years or three years after the events of uh, Guardians 2. Mm-hmm. And you can see you know, Groot is now teenage Groot, who's a dick for a while, but then he kind of redeems himself. Yep. Uh, but really good stuff with Thor and how they all love Thor except for Star-Lord and then they're calling Star-Lord fat and they all like everybody loves <laughs> Thor and then Star-Lord starts doing the Thor voice and that was hysterical that was that was a really funny exchange so i read somewhere that James Gunn who direct wrote and directed the Guardians he did the dialogue for the Guardians characters which makes it makes sense yeah. to like they're going to be all there you know and he, no one knows that dialogue. No one does that style better than... I wouldn't be surprised if the Russo brothers like handed him the camera and be like, direct this scene. Yeah. And what was or, cool... Like, he was on set when they were doing it. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. And then what yeah. was also really cool in this scene is, is so Thor... It's funny, like, so Thor knows the Collector, and so do the Guardians, but they, they had just met each other for the first time. And there's like a line in there about like who the hell would ever trust the Collector with an Infinity Stone. And Thor's yeah. like, well, it's the last place they would look. You're like, don't, don't give him shit. Like, what are you doing? So that, that's one of the things I liked is like those, for the fans, there was like those little throwaway lines. Yeah. Oh, there's a bunch. Know? Yeah. So then they, they team, so Rocket, Groot, and Thor... They leave. They have to go get a new weapon. So that's where they go to. It's like Nidavellar or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. And Itri, who is uh, Tyrion, playing the big the dink. Di- We're gonna call him the big dink. The from big, here on out in the, the big dink. So he creates the uh, Stormbreaker. And this was inter- This was the one scene, like when you're first watching it, to me, like the whole thing about you know him getting like the like the fire from the star and all the shit, like. Like, yeah. oh, this is kind of taking a while. Like, does this really need to be as a big chunk of the movie as it does? But then, obviously, the, re- the answer is yes. Like, you, yes, it did. You need to go and get that goddamn thing. So he makes Stormbreaker, which I believe was Better Ray Bill's yeah. hammer. But whatever. That's, that's fine. It's a nice little tip of the cap. Technically, it's an axe. Dude, I, I, love, I love what Groot did there. And now, like, the handle is made from Groot. That's pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet, yeah. I, I like that. Uh, so now you get Star-Lord, Gamora, Drax, and Mantis. They end up going to nowhere where Thanos then takes Gamora. So this is another one of my kind of overall issues, I guess, with Thanos. It's like he's so powerful. Like you saw how he basically turned Mantis into like spaghetti and Drax into like cubes. Yeah. Like couldn't he just do that every single time he comes across anybody? Well, that was fr- I mean that's one of the things that was frustrating for me. And the other thing too, just to go back to a point you made like a minute ago, like did you think that was a stupid plan to like break the Infinity Stone? And I'm like, yeah, it was because as I was sitting there with my wife, yes. I was like, as she asked me about it, like, well, you know, they they should they should have just broken the thing earlier. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like he has the time stone. It doesn't matter. He has time and reality. 
Like, he can go back or he can change it. Like, none of that matters. Like, yeah. Anything from that point on doesn't matter. I do think, and so now you're getting some more Gamora. Like, Gamora is such an important part of this whole story. Like, obviously, yeah. like with, with Thanos. And you get one of the, the great scenes coming up when they go to Vormir. And I, this, was, this I loved. So we all assumed that the Soul Stone was in Wakanda. Yeah, we were dead wrong. We were all dead wrong, but as the movie was going on, I was thinking, if it's in Wakanda, that would be so dumb. So if you're telling me there are six stones spread across the entire galaxy and three of them are on Earth, wouldn't that be a little convenient? It would, too. And you said, like, and Thanos says, like, there's two of them are left on Earth, and he doesn't say three. Right. So he knows. He knows, and, and it's great. And so, it wouldn't surprise him. If no. there was a third one there. Well, know? and it's funny, too, and I forget exactly which character said this, but one of them made the point that they're like, well, and then there's the soul stone, and nobody knows where that is. And, like, Gamora, like, her eyes, like, pop up. So you're like, right away, you knew, like, Gamora knows. Like, Gamora knows, knows where this goddamn yeah. thing is. And maybe the best twist or thing that I really didn't see coming, because, again, if you read the comics, the ending is not, like, it doesn't blow you away. Like, I've never seen this idea before, because, again, they kind of do this, but... Yeah. The the thing that I loved is when they go to Vormir to get the Soul Stone, and the fucking Red Skull is there. Yeah, and you're just like, I was like, I, I, me and the two guys behind us, it was like dead silent because everyone was like gasping. And three people, it was like a jinx moment where we went like, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. The theater, was, I, I saw it by myself, but it was obviously a packed theater. Yeah. And the people around me, like... Whisper it like you heard so many people go like he was in Captain America. Yeah. Like yeah, oh my god. Like yes, we're all on the same page here. We've all seen the movies, people. Pull it together. Yeah, like he was that's just a big payoff. Now it's not Hugo Weaving. It's actually a dude who's in The Walking Dead right now, uh Ross Marquand or something like that. So what the hell is Hugo Weaving doing right now? I don't know. Not being it, not being in the greatest movie of all time, or at least the highest grossing movie of all time. But anyway, Red Skull is sweet because also if you go back to the end of Captain America one, Red Skull's like launched into outer space. Yep. So this is where he's been the whole time. And then I thought it was also a good twist because they're like, Hey Thanos, like you must sacrifice someone that you love. And my first thought is, well, he doesn't love anybody. So this is yeah. he's kind of screwed now, here. Yeah, you're kinda, and that's what that's what uh Gamora says, like, well, yeah. you're you're F now because you don't love anybody so then or I, anything. I thought what he was going to do was he was going to get somebody else, or he was going to say, all right, Gamora loves Star-Lord, bring Star-Lord back, kill Star-Lord, Gamora gets the stone, and then he just takes it from her. But this is Or quick, he was, was going to throw himself off, and then he would be, you know. Oh, yeah, because he loves himself. Yeah. He's a narcissist like Lex Luger. Sure, sure, sure enough. Sure enough. But that was, that was an awesome... Awesome scene, I thought. Uh, when yeah, with Red Skull's like he's not crying yeah. for himself; no. he's crying for you. So <laughs> you, know? you, like, you also get uh, Nebula, who's been getting tortured. And by the way, go back to the comic; she gets tortured in even a more gruesome way throughout throughout that. Yeah. But so she contacts uh, Mantis and wants her to meet up on Titan. So Titan, of course, is where Thanos is from. So this is badass. You get a scene where Star Lord, Drax, and Mantis come across Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Doctor Strange, and they all fight each other. That's one of the best scenes. And then them kind of figuring out, like, oh, you're, you're not with Thanos? Like, no, you're, you're not with Thanos? Like, that was really good. And I thought one of the best, like, sneaky best parts about that is, like, the whole time, like, Spider-Man's getting, like, Peter Parker's getting, like, choked out by Star-Lord. Like, the eyes keep, like, opening and, like, darting around. Yeah. Like, yeah. I thought, that was, like, one of those things. It was, it was really subtle, but it, was, it, it, was, it made it better. Yeah, because his eyes kept like he like narrowing his eyes when someone was talking. Then he'd open them. You know what I mean? Right. 
And then, yeah. uh, so once they become friends, they're all kind of like talking. There's some good stuff. So, again, some of it from the dialogue or some from the trailer where Star-Lord and Iron Man are to trying to determine what the plan is. Doctor Strange goes into like a little meditation and he figures out that there are, I forget the exact number. I'm pissed that I, did, I don't remember. It's like 14,610,000 possibilities. And they're like, well, how many of them like turn out good? He's like, one. You're like, all right. Yeah. Well, that's and it, this that's and this was frustrating to me too because even then, Tony Stark is like second guessing everything he does. It's like, dude, like, and you know, like he he gets pissed at him when he gives he just like hands over the time stone. Yeah, well, he's shook. Iron Man is shook, and again, is yeah. I don't I didn't like Iron Man three, but you see some of the fallout, and so like what, and then he they they tell him they're like, yeah, remember the remember Loki in in New York? They're like, yeah, Thanos sent him. Like Thanos is better than he is, and so it's yeah. like, so he is he is pretty shook up, obviously. But the other question would then be, based off of some of the things that Doctor Strange said, is this the plan that works? It has to be. Right. And I think, and I think the one out of like the fourteen million, whatever, Tony Stark lives. Like he has to be there. Like I think that was the whole thing. Like yeah, and without telling him so much, it'd be like in order for the because remember he says at one point like we're in the end game now, right? Meaning and, like I did that. You have to understand. He even says to him like this is the only way this could have gone. Well, it's funny because prior to him going through his little meditation thing, he tells him he's like, hey, if it's between you. The spider kid and the stone, like, I'm protecting the stone. And then yeah. 10 minutes later or whatever it is, he's like, hey, take the stone. So he, think, he obviously yeah. saw that, and it's playing out the way that he wants it to. And so it might seem, like, kind of chaotic. I mean, it is. But this is apparently what has to happen. It, and, and Right. And, like, he wouldn't give that up willingly if he knew that doing so wouldn't be good. And so what I love, this might have been my favorite scene. Now there's another scene later on which is which is super badass, but maybe my favorite scene was them almost getting the gauntlet off of Thanos because this is exactly how Mantis can be helpful. Like this is yeah. perfect for her. So and it, and it makes sense because if this guy's so powerful, like he would just destroy all of them, but if they kind of sneak her on top of them, she can almost knock them out. Doctor Strange is doing his thing. Star Lord's doing his thing. Spider Man. Oh, by the way, Doctor Strange and Spider Man using the portals and having them jump out was that awesome. was my fa- when I was talking about the team ups. Like that was yeah, my favorite one. That was fucking sweet. So yeah. they almost get the thing off them, and then Star Lord realizes like Nebula is there and, and realizes that Gamora's dead. And so this is one of my complaints. And we'll get to some of the few things that we didn't like. Is obviously and, and highlight all the stuff that we love too. But Star Lord really seems like an idiot, and like. You you could have taken the glove off of him and then beaten the shit out of him. Like right. he he really fucked him over. Although he probably didn't, because this is also part of Doctor Strange's plan, I assume. But they right. make Star Lord look like such a such an idiot in this. And that was the and and it sucks because like he was the out of all the characters who I would have had a problem with, I didn't. But like the only problem, and he was too like yuckety yuck to start. Yeah. And then the, the he flips the switch like once he finds out Gamora's dead, it's like he goes. Kind of crazy, yeah. Um, in in a way that's uh, it's not helpful. You know what I mean? No, it was so, it was not it was not helpful. And it was dumb, and it was it was frustrating. You know, because like you know, it was off. Like they had it. You know. And then and so then, at this point, Thanos now has five of the stones, and so he needs the one. It's the last one he needs is in Vision still. So that's in Wakanda. So then you get Wakanda, and they didn't get to Wakanda until pretty late in the movie. 
Yeah, I mean, you thought this was going to be like the centerpiece of the whole movie, and it, it, it was to a point, but like you thought like more of it was going to take place in Wakanda. Well, did you get the sense that based off of when they filmed this movie, that they didn't know Black Panther was going to be the phenomenon that it was? Uh, no, they, like, they could not have known. Right, they so it's like, known. oh yeah, it's going to be an important part of the movie, but we're not going to really like necessarily highlight it, and we're not even going to yeah. introduce Black Panther till later on. Like, we're not going to put all our eggs in that basket. If this doesn't right. work, all our eggs aren't in that basket. But because now you're like, you had people wanting more. So, because I, I love this movie because it, it, it all the different places, like the, 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 the planets that are just straight from the comics, but then also New York, Wakanda, like everything. Like, it, is, it was just, it was great, like, how it was done. So, anyway, they finally get to Wakanda. You get Shuri, and she's talking with Bruce Banner. So, unfortunately, I think one... One thing people were hoping for was like Shuri and Tony Stark having a conversation, but it ended up being Shuri and Bruce Banner, and she's kind of just proving that she's even smarter than those guys are. Right. Uh, so right. she. So then you get, we get the answer that it's actually Bruce Banner in the Hulkbuster suit. That was one of the questions that we had. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the huge battle with the alien things, like the faceless kind of alien? They were very Venom looking, weren't they? They were. It was like Alien meets Venom. It could be a symbiote. Could be. It could. It could. No. Well, who's to say? I think they're just from who's some planet. Say? I think there's some planet yeah. that Thanos took over. But I'm sure. But that was the little battle royale. And I'm looking at like the Wakandans. I'm like, there's not enough of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I'm like, they're gonna like. I like Mbaku as much as the next guy in Okoye, but they're gonna be in a little bit of trouble. But then, yeah, Thor shows up and just absolutely wrecks shit and. Flying down there with it with his new axe, like that was that was awesome. And him and was, Groot, yeah. <laughs> the line where he's like, he's like, oh, that's that's my friend. Like he's a tree. <laughs> he's like, and he's just like smashing guys <laughs> yeah. again. I also love the line where uh, Bucky picks up Rocket and they're kind of like doing the spin around thing. Oh, it's great. And he's like, how much for the gun? He's like, gun's not for sale. He's like, how much for the arm? He's like, he just kind of looks at him. He goes, let me get that arm. I'm gonna get that arm. Yeah, <laughs> he takes body parts off people. That was <laughs> like awesome. And then. Yeah. Uh, Right before Thanos snaps his finger, Thor goes all the way through Thanos with the axe. Thanos with a great line, too. He's like, you should have gone for the head. And yeah. boom, snaps his fingers. And even though you knew this was a reality, again, comic book fans and readers knew this was a reality, I would say very impactful and very, very well done on what happened. Like you, They had already established oh what can happen. They, they told you ahead of time that... He wants to destroy fifty percent of the population in the in the galaxy, as though yeah. with a snap of his fingers. Because again, he has all the stones. That's all he needs to do, and boom, it happens. And when they start going one at a time, just just amazing stuff. And my uh, my wife, sorry, my wife, um, she was like, "That kid who plays Spider Man is amazing." Like that scene where he he was going, yeah, was was like hard to watch. It was it, the girl next to me. Now, I didn't want to look over and stare, so I only yeah. walked by her once. I'm guessing middle school or high school. Yeah. During the end credits still, cry, like loud crying. Oh, my God. Like legit loud crying. And I think what set her off was Spider-Man. Like there were other and scenes, obviously. Like, like to me, I was like Gamora. I'm like, Gamora's the biggest loss here, gang. I'm like, what are we getting upset about Spider-Man? But Spider-Man was so good, and you weren't sure because they did they, – they, one of the best filmed scenes, I think, in the whole thing, because Spider-Man's not sure if he's going to go. They saw somebody go. Then he hugs Iron Man, and he's, he's like, still complete. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, I don't want to die. And then he disappears. Like, that was incredible. 
and like Tony's looking at him and he's like disappearing and then and he's, you yeah, know, he's like, no, um, no. And, the, and yeah. the, earlier in the movie too, they already said like, all right, like kid, you're an Avenger now. And Tom Holland's just like, you can see it just, he doesn't even say anything, but you can see on his face like what that means to him. And then at the end, like they think they've like, a, you know, they got their work cut out for him here. And then all of a sudden they have no idea what's going on because they're still on Titan. And yeah. he just disappears. So, it, wouldn't it be great too? Because you know he's coming back because there, there's another homecoming sequel in the works that's yeah. being filmed right now. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if everyone comes back and Spider Man's like, I'm out. Like, I don't want this. Because I think one of the best parts about Spider Man as a character is like, yeah, it's fun for a while, but then he kind of, as he gets older, he's like, I don't want it. I don't want this. I never asked for this. Yeah, but my, my problem, it's not even a problem. I just think. This is this is tricky because all these characters died, and we were saying some of them have to die to really make it impactful. But all these characters that disappeared, they will be back. First of all, it's comics; nobody really dies in comics. I mean, hell, they've even brought Thomas Wayne back in certain you know storylines. I just I don't think he's going to die. But my concern would be if you reset everything till right before it happened, he won't even know that that happened to him. See, I would love it if they brought him back, but they knew what happened. I wonder like if, remembered. like, uh, that's a tough one. Like, I wonder if, like, yeah. just Dr. Strange. It, it kind of reminds you, like, Days of Future Past, though. It's going to be, like, does Professor X know and nobody else knows? Like, how the shit? It's tricky. But even yeah. knowing all of that, so even though, like, we know that these characters are coming back. At least that's my opinion. These characters are yeah. coming back. I mean, Black Panther and Spider-Man, please. They're not going to kill those yeah. characters. But <laughs> they're, too, they're, yeah. they're too lucrative. Yeah, right. And, like, I understand, like, Shuri or, like, Okoye could be Black Panther, but, like, that's they're not going to do that. Not for the sequel. They're not, they're, and how good, how good was Okoye's reaction when, uh, when uh, T'Challa went? Amazing. Like, that so, so that's my, yeah, that's exactly my point, is, like, even though we know they're going to be back, the characters on the... On, in those locations at that time, don't know that they're coming back. And so right. Tony Stark and Okoye and um, everybody else's reaction to it, like Rockets, perfect. Black Widow, like they, they, did, a, they did an unbelievable job. Yeah. So basically what happens is this. It really is 50% of these characters that goes. Yeah. So I was and look- what's crazy yeah. is everybody, just to, I'm looking at the list you sent right now because it's 10 and 10. Yeah. Everyone I thought was going to die is alive. Yeah, they really swerved you, I think, on a lot of these. So just uh, again, just to go over the list real quick. So these are the ones that are dead from the gauntlet. Drax, Mantis, Groot, Star-Lord, Bucky Barnes, Scarlet Witch, Doctor Strange, Falcon, Black Panther, Spider-Man. And you're right. Like how it- yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, like, like Black the- Panther, Spider Man, Strange, you're thinking are all going to have another movie. And then it's every member of the Guardians except for Rocket. Except for Rocket. Like, like what the fuck? Like, that is, a, that is a crew. Like, that is the crew. Like, if, if they were all in a movie, I would probably prefer that movie to this movie. These are the characters who are alive. And I don't, it's pretty interesting, too, I think, if you look at it. Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, Rocket, War Machine, Okoye. Mbaku and Nebula. They're the ones who are alive. And we don't know anything about Hawkeye. We can get into him in a second. But it's the original Avengers, with the exception of Hawkeye, are all still alive. Yeah. That's crazy, because this is literally just random. Like that this not like Thanos picks and chooses. He just snaps his fingers and half the people are gone. So Rai brought up my my wife brought up a good point too. She's like, what if because we were talking about like you didn't see Ant Man, you didn't see the Wasp, you didn't see Hawkeye. And she goes, what if half of Hawkeye's family goes? 
Yeah, what if all of his family goes? He'll be and back. And then he then he comes back. Hawkeye, I think, will be back. Ant-Man and the Wasp, I think one of them will probably be back. So, And then on top of it, Loki, Heimdall, Gamora, and Vision are all dead. Uh, the end credit scene, which we can get to in a second as well, Nick Fury, Maria Hill, they're dead. We don't know. We did not see, unless I'm wrong about this, uh, Shuri, Wong, we don't know. And then those that weren't in the movie, Ant-Man, Wasp, Hawkeye, Valkyrie, Korg, and Meek. We don't know if they're alive. Yeah. But so when you're looking at this team, the, the, that those that are alive, you're like, all right, who's going to – like at least they, they got some brains, right? Like they got Iron Man. They got uh, Hulk. I, I'm going to assume they have Shuri. I think they're going to need yeah. her. So they, they yeah, got, they got some brains. They're going to be able to figure out fucking War Machine's still alive. Why I don't know. That I don't, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure, but it's a good. Like why it's a, you? Why you? Kept, and I guess maybe because that's the thing. Like you know, you would assume they would keep one of the guys. I thought they were going to get rid of Captain America, and either uh, Falcon or Bucky Barnes were going to be the new Captain America. Yeah, but they killed both of them and kept Chris Evans, which is like that. It's that's nuts. Out of, that's out of this world. Good. It's nuts. And so Thor, Thor's obviously going to be important. Oh, this is another question I had for you. Like, this is it's an Avengers movie, but who do you think was like the star of the movie? Like, who's like like you've made this uh, comparison before? Like, if this was an All Star game, who was the All Star game MVP? Oof, the MVP. So right now, like like gun to my head. Like, yeah, gun I'm to your head, gun to your strange. dick. Who do you got? Strange. I think Strange is a good pick. I think it might have been a Thor movie. It, yeah, a little bit, but he was too, and like he said, like none of this matters. Like the stones, if we don't get something to take him out, like it doesn't matter. Like he's basically, they're going to get the stones anyway. I just think if you look at the screen time too, like I don't know what, so I'm sure somebody broke this all down, but the way the movie starts, the way the movie ends, how important it is for him to get his next weapon, his, the scene where he's down there just wrecking shit on Wakanda, I felt like he was the guy, but I think you're right. Doctor Strange is another one where I, I assumed his movie was important for this one, but not nearly as important as it ended up being. Right. Um, like he, he knows like how yeah. this has to go. And so all these characters are on Wakanda, I believe, with the exception of Iron Man and Nebula. They are together in, on Titan, which is pretty fascinating because yeah. those are two characters that I've never, ever met. And not only that, I was thinking this is more practical, but like, how does Tony Stark get home? Now, I think Nebula... She flew there, right? So I yeah, think like, her craft might still be around. And the other thing, like Thor might come get him. Like Thor, Thor could, co- Thor could come get him. They'll, they they got to figure that out. I think him and Nebula will team up. And what's also cool is if if you've read some of the old Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy comics, there's a there's a lot with Iron Man. Like Iron Man was in the outer space yeah. for a while, and he was like teaming up with them. So that was kind of that was kind of cool. Uh, the post credit scene. It's Nick Fury and Maria Hill. Uh, they. See uh, a couple of car crashes. They run out. They see what's going on. Then they die or they disappear. But before that happens, Nick Fury sends out a uh, distress signal on a beeper, and it's yeah. to Captain Marvel. Well, as we know, that movie takes place in the 90s. Yes. So. Yes. And so um, I assume she'll be back. I'm, I'm sure she will play a huge role in the next Avengers. But my question would be, Ryan, they need to explain in Captain Marvel, which comes out in, I don't know. March, whatever the hell it is, uh, they need to explain why they didn't call her the first few times they could have used her. <laughs> yeah, like where where you been? Like, where were you against Loki? Where were like, you against Ultron? Where were you all these other times? Like you and Adam Warlock are basically like yeah. Marvel's version of Superman. Like we kind of right. beat you out, out here. 
Ryan, let me ask you this. There were approximately 14 deaths that I would say were, were significant deaths, if you want to call the Disappearing Act deaths. Yep. Are any of these deaths permanent? Uh, everything's on the table. Everyone's on the table to come back. But, like, wouldn't it make sense that the people who died before the incident Loki, are dead? Yeah, Loki, Heimdall, Gamora, Vision, maybe. Vision. Like, they're dead. They could be. Although there's... Vision could come back because there's a lot of scuttlebutt about he has enough shit without the Mind Stone where he could still be like a being. And it depends on how much Shuri pulled out of him. Right. You know? Right. So maybe he's back. Yeah, but the other ones I would assume are all back. It's just a matter of when. Right. Uh, <laughs> you might find this hard to believe. No Netflix characters. Uh, not even mentioned. Maybe they were all dead. Maybe they all disappeared. Oh and so the other the other reason why they have that's to how reset. you find out that that Luke Cage has been canceled, or yeah. Iron Fist has been canceled because right. he died. <laughs> He's not here anymore. Well, that's the other yeah. thing is like it's tough to do any other series or any other movies without the next one because it's like you can't ignore the fact that fifty percent of the population is gone. Like in the TV show The Leftovers, which some would say is the greatest TV show of all time, only two percent of the population disappeared, and they were still all messed up. So you can only imagine what fifty percent would do. And how about friend of the podcast Carrie Coons? Great job uh, doing Approximate Midnight. She was great as Proxima Midnight. She was. I thought, but what's the name? The Ebony Maw was horrifying. Yeah, they were all pretty crazy. Did you yeah. care that they were never really introduced prior to this movie? No, they no. I mean, I didn't really care. Just That's like, fine, right? Yeah, they it, they didn't need to be. I didn't uh, I didn't expect this to happen necessarily, but no X Men, no Deadpool crossover, anything like that. That didn't happen. Uh, I mean, that one, you know. That one. All right, Ryan, what were some of your favorite scenes and or lines in the movie? And if we've already mentioned them, you can just fire those out, too. Uh, for, so, I like, it was in the trailer, but he was like, oh, so we're doing fake names? Yes, with, that's with a good Peter one. Parker. Yeah. Uh, the Footloose one, they already mentioned, I thought that was really funny. There were some like ones that were like laugh out loud funny, and that was one of them. I laughed out loud, I think. I think I laughed out loud, so there's like a, like a, a really important, like, touching scene with Star-Lord and Gamora, and they're, like, kissing, and then Star-Lord looks over, and Drax is just staring at him, and he's oh like, my God. how I long was, have you been I there? I laughed out loud. <laughs> he goes, an hour? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's, like, saying how he's invisible, he's, like, eating the chips, like, so slow. They, <laughs> I thought Drax had some of the best comedy in the entire thing. And, like, and he's like, I'm, I'm certain that I'm invisible right now. Yeah. And Mantis comes, he's like, hi, Drax. <laughs> yeah, awesome. awesome. And, like, Iron Man's, like, telling his, like, Iron Man's got his uh, game plan and Drax is yawning like Drax is yeah. great uh that was Star-Lord like I said doing the Thor's deep voice was great you mentioned Rocky wanting uh or Rocket wanting Bucky's arm that was yeah. good and like the, it was it was unexpected because it was at unexpected times like there, yeah. there was like a little levity to it how know, about was- uh <laughs> when Captain America sees Groot for the first time he's like I am Groot he's like I am Steve Rogers because <laughs> <laughs> that's hit that's like so serious and like he that was really get good it, yeah uh some of the best team-ups we already mentioned some of them uh spider-man and dr strange as you said was awesome rocket and bucky for a second was good uh black widow okoye and scarlet witch all fighting proxima midnight was a badass scene too that was a good one yeah uh all right some of the one. some of the least favorite things again i already gave it a six davy gave it a five and a half but some of the least favorite things to me uh star lord comes across as a real fuck up in this the yep. The theme of, and this is, I know, just a personal thing of mine. In the, I joked about how in the poster, like they don't, they never have their masks on. Yeah. In the movie, they kind of sneaky didn't have their masks on very much either. Right. How about that once, like before the big battle, Black Panther, 
does like the whole thing without his helmet on, and then like right before he runs in, he puts it on. I'm like, so the, they didn't do almost any dialogue. Like Spider Man would pop the mask off, Iron Man would pop it off, Star Lord. I'm like, you guys can talk with the masks on. <laughs> I don't know. And, and my least favorite thing. So in the end credit scene, you see Nick Fury and uh, sorry, uh, Maria Hill. Colby Smolder. Yeah, Maria Hill. Like. That's the first, like, so they had that whole thing go down in New York in the beginning of the movie with the Sanctum Sanctorum and, like, all that stuff like this, a fucking huge donut-shaped spaceship that, like, comes in the middle of New York. And Nick Fury's just finding out about it, like, a a couple days later. Like, that didn't make any sense to me. Oh, yeah, that's true. When, like, the car, like, he's like, oh, yeah, so they, they, we got a thing over Wakanda that's ten times bigger than the New York incident. I'm like, what? Yeah, shouldn't you? like, shouldn't you, mm. you already keyed in on this, like, something just happened here. Like, what are you talking about? And right. it was in the same city. What do you think? Like, how is this the first you're hearing about it? <laughs> when do you think Daredevil will hear about it? Oh, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. Oh, he would have heard about it before anyone else, because he has supersonic hearing. Oh, that's true. Here, here are some of my Thanos-related questions, and see if you can answer these. Uh, why is he doing this now? Like, what? why now compared to other times? If his whole thing, and so his motivation is different than the comics. In the comics, he wants to impress Death, who he loves. He wants Death, who's like an actual woman. He wants Death, and he wants to impress her by wiping everybody out. Here, he is saying that, hey, you know, there's too many people, there's too many like living beings in the galaxy. There's not enough, uh, they can't sustain that many people. Well, yeah. couldn't you also just like make the galaxy bigger or add more stuff, like get more food, or like you could save everybody too. You got a reality stone. You can create more food. Right. You can create more room. You can make people smaller and thus take up less space. Right. Like you could you could save everybody if you wanted yeah. to. And I think and I think that was like Gamora's point. Like there's other ways to do this. Like you don't have to like this is ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. So at least she kind of pointed that out. I was just saying like yeah. so again I liked Thanos a lot. I don't know I still think Killmonger might be my favorite villain, but Thanos is right up there. Thanos is right up there for uh, sure. All right, hey, so, you know what? You know what Thanatos means in Greek? What's that? Death. Nice. He's the personification of death. So death courting death. How about that? So I like that. I like that very much. Two negatives sometimes, Ryan, do make a positive though. They do. So this is my prediction, and part of this is based off of what happens in the Infinity Gauntlet uh, thing, the uh, comics. Nebula might take the gauntlet. So again, we see Thanos at the end. He's like, ah, job well done by me. I'm going to go like hang out on like a farm or something. So he's, he's kicking it, relaxing. He's probably not wearing the gauntlet all the time because his job is done in his mind. Nebula is going to find a way to get it. She's going to get it. But guess what? Nebula, also kind of a bad character. So then Nebula is going to be a bad bitch, and Thanos is then going to have to help the remaining Avengers get it back from Nebula. They're going to defeat her, and then Captain Marvel will be the one that ends up putting the gauntlet on. In the comics, it's Adam Warlock. Instead, it'll be Captain Marvel, and she will use the gauntlet to bring everybody back and undo everything. See, it's either going to be that, like, because they said, didn't someone come out and say that, like, you're not going to see Adam Warlock till Guardians 3? Yeah, that's why I don't think it will be Warlock. I don't think it'll be yeah. him, but, like, it has, to, it has to be Captain Marvel. Has to be. Right, I, I would say so. And so her movie does come out in March, and then I think she'll be a big part of it. Any possible Avengers 4 titles? Because, of course, it was going to be Infinity War Part 2. They scrapped that. So I don't know if they'll go something else from the comics. What's also interesting is, so it's Infinity War 
is the name of this, but it's really based off of Infinity Gauntlet, which is the I would call series. the next one. I would call the next one Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, I wonder if they'll or uh, they might just want to bail on Infinity altogether. They could call it like Avengers Reassemble or Thanos Quest, <laughs> Captain Marvel Quest, Thanos Rising. Who's left? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that'll be a good. One. We can figure that out before it comes out. Uh, then, so again, Ant Man and the Wasp in July, which is going to take place in between the time of Civil War and Infinity War. Uh, yep. The Captain Marvel in March, which we know comes out in the nineties. Uh, anything else before we, we got a bunch of emails and tweets? We're going to fire through. Yeah. So what, one of the things I'm worried about is like, where do you go from here? Because you, this is like a cataclysmic event, like something that's so big and so huge. Like I'm worried about like where Marvel movies go next. Because they know. keep talking about like phase three or phase four or whatever the hell so phase. So what I don't like, want next. What I really pray they don't do is like too much of the X Men thing, where they could once the gauntlet gets back into somebody's good hands, don't reset it too far, where a bunch of movies just really didn't even happen. That's right. what I, I really think. hope doesn't happen because that sucks. And, I, and it has to be again, in order for it to work in my mind, like the people who disappeared or died, like they would have to know. Yeah, like what happened? I th- I'm with you though. I think it's gonna be really, really difficult to go anywhere from here. And like, as soon as you open it up to Infinity Stones and Thanos, like, there's no bigger threat. Like, this, this isn't somebody's Other robbing than, the like, bank. Galactus. Are you gonna do Galactus? Yeah, you could. Yeah, I mean, I guess like the Living Tribunal or whatever, and yeah. like Ego. Or you're you already did Ego. Like, you're but... gonna bring in like the Illuminati and all that stuff. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah you're getting get you're getting four. you're getting pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, Silver yeah. Surfer, Fantastic Four for sure. All right, here is uh, an email from Chris. Why didn't Doctor Strange just go back in time like he did with Dormammu and uh, knock out Star-Lord, giving Tony and Spidey time to get the glove off? Because I think he saw, like you said, I think he saw it as part of the, the plan. Like, I think this is it. That yeah, I think this is the plan. I think yeah, this is what, what he wants. The plan is for him to let, because you said Thanos' Thanos's plan is done. Right. So he has nothing, and he even said, like, I, I would just hang it up. Like, I would just be done and just relax. Right. You know, so he's done. So I think he's, he's got just kicking to fight it. For anymore. Yeah, they just got to find him now. Uh, yeah. This one's from DJ. He goes, Did you catch where Spider Man came from when he first showed up to help Iron Man? Tony Stark asks, Hey, where did you come from? And Peter Parker answers, The future. What do you think this means, if anything? Is the whole time jump change already in effect at the beginning of the movie, or is it more of a sarcastic throwaway line from a teenager to foreshadow what is to come? I think I, I missed this. I didn't, I didn't remember that either. I didn't hear that. But that's interesting. I, I don't know. I think it's just him, you know, being maybe he is from the. Uh, he probably just watched a really old movie called Back to the Future or something yeah, like that. I'm, guessing, I'm yeah. not sure. But good question. I don't know if that's true. I got to watch that again, and that would be something I'd look for. Uh, this one's from Adam from Rhode Island. Do you think this movie should be considered Marvel's Empire Strikes Back? And are you planning to do any more live pods at breweries? I missed it due to a birthday party that I was obligated to go to. Oh, yeah, this is the guy. The party was just one and a half stones. Uh, yes, we are going to do more live pods and perhaps at Idle Hands again. Uh, so do you consider this Marvel's Empire Strikes Back? I'm really hard-pressed to think of a way to improve at this point. So, yeah, I mean, like, you think, I think like, <laughs> Return of the Jedi is awesome, but it's not as awesome as Empire. What about this? You know? So the next Avengers movie, and I know uh, our our friend Wesley would say that there's going to be a sneaky movie coming out in November. I don't think that's necessarily going to happen. I don't think so. But this movie next May could really affect how you view this movie too. I think. Absolutely, and again, what's going to the the linchpin in this whole thing is that like Captain Marvel better be good because Captain Marvel comes out in March, 
Yeah, it better be. This comes out in May. It better be great. It better be good. What? Uh, this one's from Joe. Uh, most shocking turn to dust character: Black Panther, Spider Man, someone else. Uh, the Spider Man was definitely the hardest to watch. Like Spider Man's was the was definitely the most whoa kind of like the way they did it. I yeah. think, and I'm with you. And we, that that scene was awesome. Like that was just really really well done. I think the most surprising may have been Black Panther because I was just like, wait a minute, they're not going to take him out, are they? I think for me, Scarlet Witch was when I was like, no way. I was like, no, because like you're getting rid of like probably the most par- powerful person in the universe right now. Well, I mean, Burn Strange. I was gonna say they took them both out. Like those are they're yeah. they're all pretty good. Like they were all intense. Like Star Lord, just like so you take him out. But yeah, Spider Man, Black. Eh. And I was so honestly, it's not even the surprise. What I was surprised with it wasn't the death. It was who was left. I yeah, was more surprised true. with that. I was more surprised that Captain America, Tony Stark, but and, I'm telling you. Uh, War Machine, we're like left. Oh yeah, like, but I, 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 you're I right. Iron Man's Thor. obviously gonna have to play a significant role in what happens. Same with Hulk, Thor, and then my theory about Nebula still remains because she's still yeah. out and about. So that that could happen. Uh, this one's from Ryan. How long was Keith in the fetal position after the Soul Stone oh, scene? Oh boy, you devastating. Uh, people weren't as upset as I was. I'm looking around. I'm like, this is this can't happen. I'm like, stop the movie. Stop the movie. Gamora, Gamora's dead. Yeah, Gamora's the best. The absolute best. Uh, this question is from yeah. Fergie. Yeah. What's up with uh, Iron Man's new suit? Kind of reminiscent. I think he means. Uh, oh, no, I, th- I think he probably means Spider Man. He says kind of reminiscent of Carnage. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 the nano robotics thing. Like that's there is one. It's like an, an extremist. He like develops this, the suit that comes out of his skin. Yeah, it's like the Iron Spider thing is pretty badass. Like yeah, and so that's actually modeled more off of like the Civil War. Costume, not from the movie right. Civil War, but the comic book Civil War. The Iron Spider, the Iron Spider costume did exist, and it had four. Yeah. It doesn't didn't look any. It was more red and gold, but it didn't. It looked like an Iron Man suit, but it had the four additional arms, which right. I thought were. Remember when he, he got he was trying to catch Mantis, and he was like rolling around, and the legs were kind of catching him. I thought that was yeah. pretty cool. That was also a good scene when Spider Man sees Mantis, and he's like, "Don't lay eggs in me," because <laughs> he's just talking about aliens, and then he sees her coming after him. So that was that was pretty good. Uh, this one, the last one from David. Which Infinity Stone is the best? Well, everybody knows that the, the one of the best superpowers you can have is the Zach Morris timeout from Saved by the Bell. Yeah, the time, time Stone's pretty good. Time Stone. I think it's really and the Eye of the Beholder. Good too. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Where the where he's used the Reality Stone on Star Lord, and Star Lord finally was gonna kill Gamora, and then it just turned to bubbles. Yeah, that was intense. <laughs> he loves his bubbles. God, what a movie. What a goddamn cinematic adventure that was. I had a nice time. I had a great time. I'm trying to think what else. What else did we miss? And again, you guys oh, we can, uh, we've all seen uh, it now. Missed. So at Dork Podcast, Dork Podcast at gmail.com. What else we got? Uh, we missed, uh, for a video game minute, I was trying to do it quickly, but I forgot to mention my good people at, uh, at Illusion Grip. So I'm sorry. Oh, thank you. But go buy your most affordable. And I got, I got a package for us, Rich. They sent me a package. Oh, yeah. How's I, got grips and a t- I got grips and a t shirt for you. Nice. They're amazing. It's good. The grips They're are amazing. good. Uh, good grip. Yep. Good, good grip. grips. Uh, I don't think. I'm trying to think. Is there a movie that was this hyped up that lived up to it? Because you got to think, like, not every movie gets the kind of crazy hype train. Like this movie yeah. was. We we were talking about this. Oh, this is also interesting to me. And not that I'm like a prophet or anything, but maybe I am. I remember in early 2000s, I definitely told Shark, our Game of Thrones expert, this. I probably told you this as well, because this is like during high school. 
Infinity War and Infinity Gauntlet and Crusade were some of my favorite comics, just because I liked all the characters yep. being on the screen together or on the page together. And I didn't know anything about like movie studios or anything like that. I didn't care. And I remember when X-Men was out and Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire was out and Daredevil with Ben Affleck was out. And I remember saying... They need to put them all in a movie together, and like so, they all have their own thing, and then they should do Infinity War. I swear to God, I was saying that like two thousand one. I was saying that, and me being like, this isn't going to happen. Like that would never happen. (laughs) I was like, they need to do this. You get them all there together. You establish them, and there's Daredevil. He and that was I was like, that movie's fine. Like in hindsight, like a lot of these movies are terrible, but you're like these. Put these guys all in a movie together, it'd be great. And then to see the MCU take ten years to develop all these characters, like, you really couldn't have done it any better. No. Oh, it's just And by the way, awesome. Munz, uh, Ryan Munns just tweeted at me or at us, and he said one of the best lines was, "There's a wait, there's an Ant-Man and a Spider-Man now? Oh, that was a good line. Yeah, that was a good line. That was... <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. Oh, the other, the other cool uh, scene, too, was when Strange and Wong were taking on one of Thanos' dudes. I forget which, what his name was. And they like put him through the portal, and then he like cut his arm off. Yeah, that was pretty badass. You can see just yeah. how powerful Strange is. Yeah. All right, Ryan. I think that'll that'll probably put the bow on uh, Infinity War, right? It's a lot, and it's a, that's the thing. If there's one thing that made it a five and a half instead of a six, it's just it's just too much. It's a lot. There's a lot in there. It's I'm giving a it a, a, a nice rock hard six. I'm yeah. giving it the two and a half hour six. movie that felt like thirty minutes. It did. It hummed by. It absolutely yeah. hummed by. I feel like. Next week's episode may also be Infinity War. Because <laughs> we, we might remember something. But, yeah. I feel like I'm missing something. but So we'll do that maybe at the end of next week's episode if we, if we remember anything or yeah. if we want to add anything. But let's just uh, let's wrap this bad boy up. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. You want to kick, receive, defer, defend a goal? I'll receive this week. All right. So I finally got a chance. It just came out uh, this past week. Uh, but I got my hands on a copy of Batman Ninja. And it is just absolutely, forgive the pun, but absolutely batshit crazy. Is it really? Like, i got to watch it, this. i got to see like, it. It's like, it's so bizarre. that it's, it's So in the whole movie, there's like, every, every other scene is animated by like somebody else or like done in like a different style. Ooh. Like you'll like it. There's like this awesome scene with Red Hood and oh, Harley Quinn and the Joker. But it's done that it looks like kind of like watercolor paint. Oh, like it's, love it's it. Really, and then there's other scenes that are like, it looks like Borderlands, like that kind of style of animation. And then there's one that's like true anime style. Like, and it's just, it's nuts. Like, the idea is that Gorilla Grog has made this time machine and that he wanted to use the residents of Arkham Asylum as guinea pigs. So Oof. he tries the, he all of Arkham Asylum goes to feudal Japan. I am in on this already. And it through because he was the last one through, like Batman shows up in feudal Japan and people have already been there for like years. Oh, okay. So it's it's just bonkers. I'm in. But everyone's there. Even, How long is it? A, it's an hour and twenty four minutes. Okay, cool. And uh there uh, there's a sumo wrestler Bane. Like it's nice. it gets nuts. I'm in. I'm I am absolutely yeah. sold. And it's like Arkham Asylum, Batman Ninja, sold. All right, my it. uh my pick of the podcast. Haven't even seen it yet, but I'm so sure it is going to be good that it is my pick of the podcast. Available on Netflix now is the new stand-up special from John Mulaney. When did that come out? Today? Yeah. All right. I'm checking that out. He might be my favorite stand-up currently in the game. I love it. We've talked about him before. He was one of the bright spots on Hilarity for Charity, along with the 
cartoon that I love so much. Cowboy Stan Caper from 1998. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. You should see some of the tweets. After I said how much I loved it, people are like, are you serious that you love it? I'm like, yeah. If you know anything about me, you'd be, you would know for yep. sure that I'm dead serious that I love that so much. <laughs> but John Mulaney, I'll probably watch that uh, tonight. Looking forward to that. All right, Ryan, that is an episode and a half. I'm, course, dra- I'm emotionally and physically drained. I know. I feel like we, we could have done more. We could have done less. We could have done better. We could have done worse. Like I don't even know how I feel about it. So let, let us know what you guys thought at Dork Podcast on Twitter, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought about the movie. Let us know what you thought about the episode on said movie. You can rate, review. We love when you rate and review on the iTunes. Subscribe, hashtag dork. Tell your friends. We're available just about everywhere. Podcasts are available. Uh, we're going to try to do some more YouTube videos, youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. Ryan, where can the people follow you? People can find me at all, in any and all social media outlets at rvond. Um, I'm almost done with God of War. I might, you know, play a little bit of that on Twitch and definitely going to do my qualifying matches on Twitch. Nice. So, Looking forward in. to that. I got a couple more qualifying matches to get to as well. Uh, nervous to see what my score will be, but hey, that that is life. Just hoping for gold at this point. That's, you know, that's really all. I'm, yeah, that's all I'm doing. Uh, next week, I don't know. Uh, a couple of weeks, we got Deadpool 2 just around the corner. So it's a crazy year. And then you got Solo. You got Jurassic World Boy. 2. You got Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's going to be Ugh. a busy summer for us, right? Busy summer. That's yeah, right. I should probably get that movie pass thing. Get the goddamn movie pass. That's what we're going to have to do. All right, that's going to do it. Ryan, always a pleasure, sir. Say hi to your mother for me. All right. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.